Hello and welcome to Impactability, the Nonprofit Leaders Podcast. This is a show that explores the landscape of the nonprofit organization, big and small, offers some incredibly helpful information and resources, and gives nonprofits a place to share ideas and get advice. I'm your host, Joe Turner. Our show is sponsored by Sukup Strategic Solutions, offering a wide variety of services to help nonprofits maximize their impact. So let's get into solving the problems that might be plaguing your nonprofit. Thanks for joining us. Another edition of Impactability. And you know, with the current heat wave going on, the last thing on our minds is the fall. You know, Thanksgiving, the holidays, all that seems like it's way in the future. But the truth is, Thanksgiving is less than four months away. And we all know the drill. Thanksgiving first, then Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber Monday, and then Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday, if you're not aware of what it is, maybe you've heard of it, but it is a global generosity movement that unleashes the power of people and organizations to transform their communities and the world all on one specific day, usually the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Basically, it's shared humanity and generosity, which I think is beautiful. 2022 marks the 10th year that Giving Tuesday has been a thing, and many nonprofits around the world and right in your own neighborhood have done them to varying levels of success. Now, the best thing of all in my book is that it doesn't really cost you anything to jump on the Giving Tuesday bandwagon. And there are all kinds of resources online that you can use for free to help you. So have you done Giving Tuesday before? Was it successful? Are you a nonprofit that has never conducted a Giving Tuesday? And maybe you're thinking about it. Whichever side of the coin that you're on today should help clear up any questions you might have and give you some help to make this year the best Giving Tuesday ever for your organization. To help me with this conversation today is Eric Braun. Eric is the Director of Civic Engagement at GiveGab, an online giving platform designed for nonprofits to raise funds and manage supporter engagement. He's a graduate of St. Anselm College, and we currently find him in his comfortably air-conditioned office, home office, in Ithaca, New York. Eric, welcome to Impactability. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. So, Eric, let's start with the basics. I'm sure a majority of listeners know exactly what Giving Tuesday is, but give us the elevator speech about what Giving Tuesday is all about and how it started and all that good stuff. Giving Tuesday has become, I think, this really incredibly successful (laughs) moment for philanthropy. And as you mentioned, this is the 10th year. So it started in 2012 uh, with this idea to combat consumerism of like the holiday season and to put a focus on, on doing good for others. And it's, it's really grown, and it's now the single largest day of philanthropy, and it's celebrated throughout the world. And so there is money out there to be had. And I think Giving Tuesday is literally the one day of the year when donors are actively searching for ways to give back and to support new causes. So if your nonprofit isn't participating, you won't be able to attract those new donors who are looking for a compelling cause to support. And your existing donors, they're going to reach out. They're like, hey, I love this organization. Why aren't you guys, why aren't you asking for money today? How successful has it been for nonprofits? Like I said, I think, I think this has now become the largest philanthropic day of the year. And it is a double-edged sword. Some people I hear from, they say, oh, well, everybody's asking. And so why should I participate? It's really, it's really busy. And I think it is a time where you need to differentiate yourself and you need to put together a compelling campaign to get out your message about why donors should be supporting you. For nonprofits who have never done a Giving Tuesday campaign, Eric, how does it work? So 
participating in Giving Tuesday is really about getting your message out there to be seen. You want to create a compelling campaign that makes the case for why donors, both new and old, should give to your nonprofit. Uh, this can come in a bunch of forms. Social media promotions, email marketing campaigns. Uh, you can do direct mail via postcard, or uh, you can create a dedicated Giving Day website. But it's, it's really about creating a story and making sure you're telling it on Giving Tuesday. Now, see, I like that Giving Tuesday is a date that a nonprofit can put on their calendar to target for a general ask every year. And I know it's just a few short months away. So, Eric, is it too late to plan for this year? No. Right now is if you were planning for Giving Tuesday right now, then you're uh, ahead of the curve. We recommend about three plus months to start planning a really robust Giving Tuesday campaign. And so, now is a good time. Engage your colleagues, talk to your boss, say, hey, let's put together a really great Giving Tuesday uh, plan. And that being said, I've worked with plenty of organizations who wait until just a couple of weeks before Giving Tuesday to put something together and still see some success. But you know, I think it's safe to assume the more time and strategic resources you invest, the greater outcome you're going to have for your Giving Tuesday campaign. Okay, so get us started. Can you give us like a punch list of the things we need to get lined up now if we're going to do this in November? What does our timeline look like? Yeah, so I would break out the, the three sort of components mm -hmm. of planning your day into getting started, building your brand, and building support. When you're getting started, as you mentioned, you don't necessarily need to put any money up front to have a successful campaign. But if you're really going to invest the time and the effort, I would set a budget about 10 to 15% of what you're planning to raise and where that money would go would be some kind of giving platform. If you don't have one already, marketing assets, maybe some paid advertising, maybe some direct mail and then prizes and giving incentives. And so set a budget, set a goal for yourself. We know that goals motivate donors and they get them excited about helping your organization to accomplish something concrete something real. Just make sure that that goal is realistic and then choose a giving platform, something that allows you to create a Giving Tuesday specific campaign where you can highlight a compelling story and a specific goal or outcome. Once you've got those three pieces in place, that's when you're going to want to start building out your brand. Uh, this would probably be, you know, a month or so from now. You want to create a Giving Tuesday specific campaign. Mm -hmm. You want to establish a theme something specific, something that donors can point to to say, that's why I'm giving. Set and share your giving day goals and then create a communication plan. And then lastly, we're going to build support. So you're going to execute on that plan. Uh, you're going to request support from sponsors. You're going to create and distribute promotional content. You're going to foster friendly competition. And then during the giving day, you're going to raise a bunch of money and, and you're going to celebrate with your supporters. Important question, Eric. Let's talk about the message. Now, obviously, Giving Tuesday is about asking on one specific day, but that's not good enough for people to part with their money alone. What types of things should we be crafting into our ask? Yeah, I think this is something that is generally overlooked by fundraisers. The specific thing that you are asking from your donor is by far and away the most important thing. And so every ask that you make should have a specific dollar amount ideally a goal and a deadline. That creates urgency and lets people know that they need to make a gift and they need to make it now. The ask should also tell the donor what positive impact their gift will have. And be sure to include any kind of incentive that you might be offering on Giving Tuesday 
for this. And so that could be a dollar for dollar match. That could be a generous donor is offering a challenge gift up. And I have an example. Uh, when I was working at Ithaca College, we put together a campaign that I'll share a little bit more about. But the ask that we put in those opening emails to people, it said, when 100 people give to our student technology access campaign before midnight on Giving Tuesday, a generous donor will give an additional $10,000 in critical funds. Please give $100 now to make sure all students have the access they need for a transformative education. And what was the result, by the way? I have to ask. We crushed it. We, we raised over $65,000 in just a little over 24 hours on Giving Tuesday. So Eric, should we set a goal? If you have never participated in Giving Tuesday and set goals for a campaign, uh, what you really want to do is you want to look at your numbers. You want to see, you should know how many donors you have uh, that are active. So they've given the last three years. How many donors generally give in a year? Uh, how many donors give to you online? Average gift. Take some time with those numbers and give some gut feelings. Do some projections, a high, a low. As a former fundraiser, I always like to set expectations low and deliver high. Mm -hmm. And so you can have a public facing goal. That is what you're telling your community you want to hit. And you can have an internal goal because your internal goal, that might be motivating to your board members, your volunteers, your staff members. And you say, this is really what we, we we're shooting for. But externally, this is what we would be happy with hitting. And goals are really motivating. And if you don't reach it, you can always spin, spin the news in, a, in another way. But I wouldn't overthink it. Sit with the numbers, do some analytics and, and pick something that feels realistic to you. Okay, so we've decided, Eric, we are going to do Giving Tuesday this year. How should I get my board involved? Getting your board involved is key. And I know sometimes managing your board can be difficult, but getting their buy-in early, critical. Your board members are some of the top decision makers within your organization, and often their activities help drive your mission forward and also your success. So first things first, when you're thinking about this campaign, make sure that it is in line, aligned with your board's priorities and their interests. Then highlight the value and the importance of this fundraising campaign on your organization to the board. Let them know, hey, you know, we need to raise $10,000 on Giving Tuesday to make sure we've got the budget to hit our goals this year and get them invested in that outcome and emphasize the importance their role is on the success of the event. And even better yet, get them involved in the goal setting process so that they feel ownership over the number. You can ask your board to pull together individual gifts to create that challenge or that matching gift incentive, and then ask them to promote it to their network. If they're bought in and they know that part of the success of this campaign falls on their shoulders and that if you fall short, they fall short, they will be motivated to make sure this is successful. And then the last piece is, Get them involved in fundraising. Create an overall fundraising goal for the board. Set goals for them. Some motivated board members who have something on the line who want to show that they have raised a little bit more than another board member can go huge distances in raising money. And you can even ask, uh, create a little incentive to see who can get uh, more new leadership giving donors or major gift donors. All of those things can be friendly, fun ways to help have a successful campaign with your board involved. 
We're speaking with Eric Braun about Giving Tuesday and how your organization can make the best of this year's campaign. Or if you've never done one, this is the information you're going to need to help you get started. We're going to take a brief pause right now. But when we come back, we'll get some Giving Tuesday marketing tips that you can use. Talk about ways to make your Giving Tuesday more successful. And we'll see if there's something new that you haven't tried yet. You're listening to Impactability, the Nonprofit Leaders Podcast. I'm Joe Turner. We'll be right back. Sometimes there's just not enough hours in the day to get the work at your nonprofit done. Sukup Strategic Solutions can help. We handle all kinds of projects, especially the ones you can't seem to get to. Fundraising, marketing, grant writing, communications, and more. With Sukup Strategic Solutions, you'll have a team of nonprofit professionals working for you. You'll have more hands on deck, reduce overhead, and increase efficiency. For a free consultation on how we can help lighten the load at your nonprofit, visit SukupStrategicSolutions.com. Maximize your impact with Sukup Strategic Solutions. Welcome back to Impactability, the Nonprofit Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Turner. We're speaking with our guest, Eric Braun, about Giving Tuesday and helping you set your organization up for success this year, should you be looking to do a Giving Tuesday campaign. Coming up in just a couple minutes, we'll have another edition of Coach's Corner. Stay close by for that. Now, Eric, you've been helping nonprofits with their Giving Tuesday campaigns for quite some time now. Can you give us an example of when a Giving Tuesday campaign made all the difference for a nonprofit that you were working with? Yeah. And so we we talked about this a little bit in the uh, the last segment, but I wanted to tell the full story because I think it's really powerful on just when you put all the elements of this together, how successful it can be. And so right before mm-hmm. GiveGab, I was at Ithaca College. And uh, when the pandemic hit, it forced our school to shift to fully remote learning. Mm-hmm. And that created a really urgent need for students to have access to laptops, hotspots, webcams to allow them to study from home. And our IT department, they started loaning out things from the school, but that was a short-term fix. We needed a long-term solution. And the cost of that solution was $100,000. And my VP of advancement came to our team and said, hey, we got to raise $100,000 and we have to do it on Giving Tuesday. And the problem was our most successful Giving Tuesday campaign to date had raised $5,000 from 50 donors. So We needed to find a way to maximize awareness, excitement, and donations in order to reach this ambitious goal. And so uh, we set a goal of 100 donors on Giving Tuesday, and that would be compelled. If we hit 100 donors, Mm -hmm. there would be a $10,000 gift given by a major gift donor and $100,000 by the end of the month. So the campaign kicked off our end of year fundraising. And so we put together the asks, the email campaign, uh, and we, we put it out in the world we hit our donor goal by 10 a.m. And so we doubled uh, our past donor count by 10 a.m. And we raised in total $65,000 from 340 donors on Giving Tuesday. Uh, And this campaign, it was so inspiring that it actually motivated a major donor to fund the remainder of the campaign before the end of the week. So she called up the VP and said, that was incredible. You guys raised $65,000. I want to write a check for that remaining $35,000. And so uh, we were able to both engage a major donor, attract new donors, but also most importantly, fund that really important initiative that, that we needed to raise money for. Eric, can we get corporate sponsors involved? How do we do that? Yeah, I think it's generally really beneficial for businesses to be associated mm-hmm. with charitable causes within their community. And so 
I would start with reaching out to key businesses in your area, and you can approach them about a couple of different things. First is sponsorships. Ask them to sponsor your Giving Tuesday campaign with a matching gift, a challenge gift. And this is something that on your donation form, you can highlight that they're providing those funds, gives them added visibility. Or if you're going to make some investments into a promotion, a platform, ask them if they'd be willing to cover the fees. And then always highlight that with your donors, uh, because that's what those businesses want. They want that recognition. You can also go to other local businesses about prize incentives. And so maybe they're going to give out coupons, gifts, rewards, swag. All of that can be given out to either donors, uh, say, for participating for the first time, uh, for making that first gift, or to peer-to-peer -peer fundraisers. And those are folks who are going to go out and raise money on your behalf. You can also talk to them about donating a percentage of their sales for that day or donating the proceeds of a specific uh, cause on that day. And I'm guessing that matching gifts is huge for Giving Tuesday? Yeah. Matching gifts and challenge gifts are really what makes those, those people who maybe they've been on your email list for a while. They get your newsletters. They've attended some events. They see the work that you're doing, but they haven't yet made that leap made that gift of support. Giving Tuesday is a moment, like we talked about, they're primed for it. They're like, oh, this is that day where everyone else is giving. And if you approach them and say, hey, today, our goal on this, on Giving Tuesday, we've set a goal for ourselves because we want to have more funds to have our mission. This donor or this business has offered up X amount of money in matching funds or X amount of money in challenge funds. When you make your first gift, People are going to do it. Nonprofits who utilize matching gifts, they raise on average 15 to 20% more than nonprofits that don't. All right, Eric, I'm going to put you on the spot. Set us up for success. Do you have any marketing tips for us? You know, I think creating a hashtag for your giving day is, is really important. Utilizing the Giving Tuesday hashtag for folks who are just following that generally, but you also want to create a Giving Tuesday specific hashtag for your organization so that you, you can promote those, those aspects uh, and so that folks who follow your organization can see everything that's, that's going on. And then in advance of your day, create digital assets that can be shared out among your supporters. After someone makes a gift, ask them to share out that they made a gift. Create like social media share graphics where they could put things out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Make it really clear, you know, I supported this organization on Giving Tuesday, you should too. And then create email templates, social media templates that those supporters can just easily share that information out. You want this to be really easy for those who care about your organization to get the word out. And then for those who don't know anything about your organization, for them to see it, understand it, and be compelled to give. Okay, devil's advocate time. With everyone doing Giving Tuesday, or at least it seems like a lot of nonprofits do Giving Tuesday, how can my small nonprofit stand out? Or is it all relational? Yeah, I think engaging your current supporters is really, really critical uh, in the success. Like random people aren't just going to find their you totally on their own. But it is a time where new donors are open to the conversation and they want to find you. Uh, but you, you need that, that trust. You need that donor who already supports you to make those asks. And then there's a really big difference between 
landing on just a standard donation page after someone told you, hey, we have this goal and this is what your money's gonna do versus landing on a donation form that has the goal, has the outcomes, has updates, has social media proof, professional graphics and like professional marketing assets really help your organization stand out and really helps build that trust with new donors. And that is certainly like making the investment to make sure you can stand out, you, you will get a return on that. You know, we've been talking about Giving Tuesday, Eric, but we don't necessarily have to rely on that one day. Talk to us about days of giving. Do we use the same process to conduct one? Giving Tuesday is actually the most popular day for a giving day. But a lot of organizations, in addition to fundraising on Giving Tuesday, will host a standalone giving day at another time in the year. That could be in the spring and it just rounds out their solicitation calendar or it could be at a time that is really important to your organization. Maybe it's uh, when your organization was founded. Maybe it's your founder's birthday. Maybe it's an important day in your community, but you're creating a community around your philanthropy and you're creating one dedicated place for everyone to engage, for you to set big goals, for you to have really exciting promotions. And it's the same process really as Giving Tuesday. It just falls on another day. Any final words of advice that you'd like to share with the organizations that are listening today? Yeah, I think oftentimes folks get hesitant. They don't want to ask or they think, oh, we already asked this year. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. You don't need to overthink this. Create a well-thought-out campaign and execute. If folks aren't complaining that you've asked them too many times, then you probably haven't asked enough. Your board, your volunteers, your current donors they're gonna love participating in your Giving Tuesday campaign and they're gonna help you attract new donors who are gonna allow you to fulfill your mission in a more meaningful way. Eric, I wanna thank you on behalf of our listeners for kind of helping us sort everything out and also for giving us some clear direction on whether we do a Giving Tuesday campaign this year or not, how we make it better, and perhaps establish our own day of giving. Eric, appreciate your time. Thank you for being a guest today on Impactability. Yeah, thanks for the invite. Uh, Had a great time, Joe. Here we go. That sound means another Coach's Corner is on the way. This is a great part of our show where we ask nonprofits like yours to send us questions of things that are bothering them, they're wondering about, maybe they have difference of opinion at the office, they want some clarity, and that's what our impact coaches are here for. That's what they do. And today's question I know is going to resonate with a lot of our listeners, and trust me, you want the answer to this question. Our impact coach today, Christine Rayhill. Christine, check this question out. This is so good. Here you go. What are the ways to stay fresh and current in the philanthropy and fundraising world to gain new ideas. Christine, as always, on Coach's Corner, you have five minutes to answer the question, and your five minutes begins right now. Well, thank you, Joe. That's a great question, and it sort of highlights one of the things I love about our profession because it allows for so much creativity. Getting new ideas from other peers is one of the things that I love about fundraising and philanthropy because then we can take those ideas and make them our own for the organization we're in. My first suggestion is of course, to join a industry or philanthropic association like AFP. They have such wonderful events, national conferences, local events, networking events, great opportunities to get new ideas 
and come up to speed on the technology in the field, which is always changing, and then meet other peers that you can stay in touch with and share questions with. There's also other philanthropic networking events throughout your community that I would suggest attending because not only will you meet your peers, but you'll also meet possible funders as well. And then there's usually some conferences offered throughout the year that focus on a specific area like major gifts or planned giving or association fundraising. Of course, always having the latest information at your fingertips through either publications or online sources. I love the Chronicle of Philanthropy. Many of the philanthropy service providers have newsletters with lots of good nuggets in them as well. I'm involved in a LinkedIn group in the field. And I guess it goes up without saying you should also be following all your local business publications because you'll be reading about what the other nonprofits in your areas are doing. I think it was Stravinsky who said, great artists steal. So it's important to look at what others are doing and you're not really stealing their ideas, but you're finding inspiration in their work and then translating in what works for your organization. And to that end, I always am looking at other nonprofits' websites for ideas or downloading forms or ways of communicating or their donor page, for example. And a good Google search will also get you plenty of information. So I hope that helps answer your question, Joe. It is a great way to answer the question. Couldn't agree with you more, Christine. You absolutely nailed it. Thank you so much for being our impact coach today on Impactability. My pleasure, Joe. Thanks so much. If you've got a question for Coaches Corner, we want to hear from you. Email them to us at impactcoaches at impactability.net. Again, that's impactcoaches at impactability.net. And if you want to reach me, my email address is joe.turner at impactability.net. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app, and that way you'll get new episodes downloaded just as soon as they come out. Also, please give us a review or a rating so that your peers in the nonprofit industry can find us as well. I'm Joe Turner. Thanks for listening, and thank you for all you do to make the world a better place through your nonprofits.